Hey, you listen to Commander Cookout Podcast, episode 266. I'm Brando. I'm here with Ryan. Today, we're definitely not going to review Midnight Hunt. Now, hit our theme song! Hey, Ryan. We're back for yet another whirlwind adventure. How you doing? Good. What is going down? Whole ton is going down. We've got a not set review to do. We've got some mechanics to talk about, some shout outs to make, some people to thank. But before we get to any of that, we have to thank our official business daddies, FusionGamingOnline.com. They're your source for all your gaming needs. Ooh, very much so. And I just made an order. I made an order. I made an order, mind you, using CCO Fusion 5 promo code. Saved myself 5% off. I did get some 39 cent foils, Ooh, yeah. but I also got some foil mill cards because I built a mill deck and I needed like a couple cards. Oh, man. And you watched the game. I did watch the game. I milled. I don't uh, know if that was much of a mill deck. I don't think you milled anybody <laughs> the whole game. I didn't. And I was literally one life point away from just totally milling a guy from 60 down to nothing in one turn with Bruvac, Sakashima as Bruvac. And then flashing back and increasing confusion. When you flash it back, it mills twice X. Yeah. Four times X, eight times X. X would have equaled 14. Nice. Oh, yeah. He would have been dead. <laughs> but he stole a Bruvac from me and attacked me with Did it. Did you get the guy's blessing out of that deck? Uh, the, the dude, the other dude that I was playing against, cast the Gaia's blessing. And I was like, why, why, why you do this? He's like, well, because I need to... Shuffle something, whatever. I was like, no, you find a way to get that back into your library in case I mill it. Yeah, man. Like against a mill deck. I, you know what? He didn't have a soul ring in his deck either, so I gave it to him. And he says, you know what? Every time I came here, four times since we started playing in person again, I've been given a card every week. Yeah, I gave him a Genesis wave a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that same guy. Yeah, nice. yeah. And he was like, I don't, I don't have one of those or whatever. He was asking me, is there anything that is like less than one mana that gives you mana? And I was like, yeah, like... There's lots of stuff. Soul Ring. And he was looking at my Soul Ring. He said he didn't have one. So I had it in my mind that I was going to give it to him regardless. And I was like, there's Mana Crypt. There's Mana Vault. Didn't give him those, though. There's Grim Monolith. And I said, there's a bunch of stuff that costs zero that Ooh. gives you one. And I told him, if he wants to pick any of them up, he can go to FusionGamingOnline.com, <laughs> CCO Fusion 5 promo code, save himself 5%. On cards that you're going to buy anyway. Yeah, maybe he was going to buy a Lion's Eye Diamond. Maybe... Maybe. You could. You could. <laughs> you could save 5% on it. And you know what? That wouldn't be nothing on the Lion's Eye Diamond. No, that certainly would be several dollars. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so we're here. We're not going to review Midnight Hunt. What does that generally mean? <laughs> well, you see, Ryan, I don't think either of us are super high on this set. Uh-uh. And people are kind of like, eh, set reviews, they're everywhere. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to just kind of skip the set review part because instead of just dunking on this set a whole bunch, we'll talk about the cards that we do like and some mechanics, maybe some art styles and maybe some themes. Yeah, so check and... check this out. Check this out. I've got some some show notes, as it were. Okay, all right. Let's, let's all see. Right. Let's get your... I want to say Cole's notes, but they're going to be Brando notes. And anybody who knows Brando is going to know what that means. Yeah. Okay, so let's get the Brando notes on. Let's start with mechanics. Okay. Okay. Decayed. That sucks. 
zombie decayed can't block and when it attacks it sacrifices yeah it sucks pretty cool thematically because when it attacks it like thrusts itself upon you and punches you in the face for two and then its arm falls off and and it just kind of just like they're shitty zombies they're shittily stitched together zombies yeah it's like somebody didn't go to necromancer school or something right they, they dropped out yeah yeah okay coven that's that's triggers coven? or co- coven? coven yeah coven that's right it triggers or something extra happens when you have three creatures with different powerses wow that uh that sucks too ryan <clears throat> mm-hmm. okay i i got you okay. i know that you like gruel i do and I they do. I they, really do. they went outside of gruel for werewolves so the, there's there's werewolves like in almost every color now, if not every color. I don't know because I didn't review the set. <laughs> <laughs> but they they updated sort of the rules text on Daybound, Nightbound, that is day and night for werewolves transforming. That's got to make it easier, more powerful, more well-designed, better for gameplay. And certainly, certainly now that we have a werewolf commander, better for commander, right? No, it's it still sucks. Actually, it sucks even more because now there's those cards that come into play and just make it day. So after the werewolf player time walks themselves to get all their werewolves to flip over, you could play one spell to flip them back instead of two. Werewolves suck. Werewolves, I think, still suck. Yep. That's too bad because everybody's going to make the werewolf deck. Yep, and it's going to suck, and then they're going to take it apart. And the mayors of Avabrooks and the... Hunt, what's what's the other hunt, hunt master of the fells? Hunt master of the fells are like really expensive now. Yeah, and the deck sucks. I'm sorry, it sucks. If you want to build a three, it's the one deck that isn't a seven because it's a three. <laughs> if you need a three, werewolves, baby, they got your back, and they suck oh, at man. it. Man, oh yeah, you will lose in a fight if your partner is werewolves. I think, and that happened to us when we played Two-Headed Giant and you made the werewolf deck. Mm-hmm. We won like two rounds. We went two and two, I think. Yeah. And it was on the back of my deck because I yeah. was not playing werewolves. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I'd get that early like four damage in. Yes. And then it would be all up to you. Maybe a removal spell. Yeah. And right. then I had a bunch of like one ones for six. It was terrible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. We're not... Like you said, we're not super high on the set. Yeah, that's why we're not reviewing the set, Ryan. We're not reviewing the set. We do have some cards picked out that oh, hell yeah. we think are good and or that we know are going to slot into our personal decks. And uh, it, Every log of shit has a piece of corn in it, Ryan. <laughs> Whoa, that is the second really good soundbite <laughs> of the episode already. <laughs> oh, man. What I was actually going to say is weekly, weekly, I get asked on Discord or on private message on Twitter or we get emails like, hey, where's this list? Check out this list. I know that you guys have like a goblin list. Here's my goblin list. What do you guys think? Can I see yours? Where are they? CCO Brando Architect. Mm -hmm. Just type that into Google and you'll find find all of Brando's decks. You can see how salty my decks are apparently. Yeah, that's a thing. Or... Tapped out CCO podcast is where mine are still because uh, I don't care to move them. <laughs> and we've done like, a, there's like 150 decks on there from episodes. Yeah. My decks are on there too, near the top of the deck page because I've edited them. Edited but them. I think that what I'm meaning to say is people are interested in our decks. Yeah. And what cards from the set that we think are good 
as opposed to just every other card that you already know are good or every other card that every other set review is talking about. Like the two-mana Wrath or the two-mana new remove a thing and give him a clue thing. Yeah. Which was the answer to the Oh, the from yeah, yesterday. good segue. What's that card called? You got you got to look it up if you mentioned it. Oh, you, or yeah, you got I, you got to have it. You oh, got to no, have it. No, I, damn it. No, oh, you, no. oh right there, right there. Fateful absence. Fateful absence. If anybody got that from yesterday's pre-show, you're entered to win a stinky old booster pack. White one destroy target creature or planeswalker they investigate. Like the, its controller investigates. Yeah. So it's like fuck you have a card. That's actually good. That's a good card. That's I, a good card. I wish that it was just white, because oh, yeah. then, then it be, wouldn't kill a planeswalker. I I think I'm okay with that. You know what? We get the planeswalker for a colorless mana, and and investigating is probably, I don't know, is that as good as getting a land, uh, right into play? It's a card. You get a card for. But two you got to spend mana, and you have an artifact. I guess I don't know. I don't know. That sounds like something that we could actually go deep on. Oh, we definitely could, but we ain't gonna. It's a good card, <laughs> and that's all you need to know. Yeah, and it's not the removal spell that uh, that I actually picked out for the show. Once once we get yeah, to well, it, though, we haven't looked at each other's lists yet, so they might be the same list. We don't know. Oh yeah, secret list style. Okay. Yeah. We. You mentioned the 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 giveaway, the 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 pre-show giveaway. I have last week's winner. Oh yeah, that isn't that isn't at the end of the show. <laughs> yeah, last week's winner for guessing Alibu Ancient Witness. Alibu, which actually actually boo. Ooh, I don't want to say that anymore, especially when I look right into your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, was a popular episode. Cool. Well, Pe- people it, liked it. It was a cool list and a cool commander. So thanks for listening, everybody. Yes. And the winner who guessed the right commandy, Jordan Peck. Jordan Pecks. J- not like a bird, but like he has pecks. Uh, well, that's not where I was going. How many he- pecks you got? Two? I got 14. That's from Borderlands. I'm glad that Jordan Peck is not a patron for his own sake because he would <laughs> he would definitely have... Many, many, very yeah, rough nicknames. <laughs> <laughs> but Jordan Peck, at CCO Brando, at CCO Podcast, you can DM me on Twitter or PM me, whatever. Whatever those things Or are. commandercooker at gmail.com. Let us know that you're you. Let us know if you want us to send the pack. Keep it maybe for Christmas. Whatever it is, you let us know. We'll send you a pack because you're the fucking winner. Now, Hooray. Yeah, that's it. Hooray. Couple things. Couple things. This Friday, after tomorrow, because we got a bonus episode. Uh-huh. So like it's Tuesday now. Uh-huh. It's Saturday. Next, oh, I'm talking to them. All oh, right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's Tuesday now. If you're listening to this on Tuesday, mm-hmm. or watching on YouTube, but you fucking should be. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Wednesday tomorrow, which you should also watch on YouTube, because we are going to go deep on the on the legendary creatures, because yep. we've been told that people do actually like that specific one. Yeah, we're going to do that. Yep. Friday is top five in five. Ooh. We have it. And I'll let the cat out of the bag. We okay. finally did it. We finally did the thing on top five in five that everybody's been asking us to do. But I'm not going to say anything else. <laughs> and you don't know what it is yet. I don't even know Because you what haven't it is. seen the completed show. No. Yeah. Only me and Tyler know. Ooh. Yeah. Big thanks to Tyler. Big thanks to Joe Mama. Oh, fuck. My elbow just fell off the arm of the chair. That really hurt. <laughs> should we? Should we? 
Wait, I got one more piece of business. Okay, I got a piece of business. You got a piece of business. You go first. I got one. I got two pieces of business. Okay, I got two pieces of business. Uh, people have been asking about the show syncing up with iTunes or Google Podcasts or whatever podcasting platform that you listen on that's connected with Podomatic. That's our host site. Podomatic is doing a bunch of like server updates. They tell me so it's to serve us better. And they fucking should be because we pay them money. Yeah. And we are the most popular gaming podcast on their network. For years, <laughs> yeah. They say they're doing server updates that are temporarily affecting our launch time or our upload time. So the show isn't always available right on Tuesday morning. That being said, you can still watch it on YouTube Tuesday mother ass morning. So you can watch us on YouTube then. And if you have YouTube Premium, don't forget that you can actually lock your phone and still listen to whatever you're listening to. You just can't watch it because your phone's locked. So you still can enjoy CCO Podcast as soon as it's live to the fucking world. Ooh. And if you are a Patreon supporter, you can enjoy the show the night before on on Monday night or Tuesday night if there's a bonus show. Those benefits, hey? Yeah. Speaking of patrons, too, this is the other piece of business. Oh, oh yeah. Segged right way. I have some thank yous to shout out, which is fun. I was on. Oh, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was on a fantastic stream yesterday, which would have been Friday or Saturday in Australia, because that's what I was playing with. I was playing with Tanka Gaming. That's cool. From Australia. They yep. had a great time. We played three games. I won two of them. <laughs> with your totally seven decks? With my totally seven decks. I liked them lots. They were they were scumbags. They did all sorts of dirtbag shit. They lied about what their decks did during turn zero. We had a game zero. <laughs> I went way overboard for game two. We had a fantastic game three. It was amazing. I highly recommend you check them out if you if you get a chance to watch some some low key dudes playing magic and and swearing at each other. It was a good time. And also, Australians swear. You know, oh, <laughs> dude, I learned about I learned about swearing in Australian, and I learned about not muskrats. It's like their version of a badger. It's like uh, a, a wombat. A wombat. They like bury themselves in the ground with their asses sticking up. One guy said that one almost crashed a semi. Whoa. Because like the semi had to dodge the muskrat because the muskrats are so big. And wombat. They make like a wombat or thing. <laughs> they flip trucks over and shit. Fuck. Yep. Australia is a terrifying place and we should definitely go there when things are able for us to go there. Very much so. Second shout out I have to throw out. Apparently, there was another magic group in the city. This one got me, all right? And Get these this. mother asses better be listening. The, they said they were, but put the money in the bunch of money where your mouth is. Comment down below on whatever platform you're on. Let us know that you got this shout out, Jill, because that's your name. It's another lady in the nation. Jill. Her and her friends play Commander at Amigos while drinking beer. What in the actual F? How did we not know that? How did we not know that? Commander. Yep. Amigos. Uh-huh. It's like Tex-Mex, sort of. Yeah. But, uh... It's a dive bar. Uh, oh, yeah. Yep. Okay. That's nicer what I was going to say. Yep. Beer. What? Girls. What? All of my favorite things. Yeah. Literally every one of my favorite things. In one place. And I do... I do like a good dive bar, except for Miss K's beside the tile store. That's kind of by the exhibition ground behind the museum. Oh, yeah, that place. Can you ever been there? Take a hike. No. Oh, don't go there. No. <laughs> no, that place can take a hike. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways, shout out to them for listening. Hopefully you are listening as you said you would. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, thanks for being here. And it's super easy. If you ever want to get a game with us, at CCO Podcast, at CCO Brown, or commandercookout at gmail.com. 
more than likely, if you're not in like Saskatoon or the immediate area, just get after Brando yeah. on Twitter and he'll hop on your stream. <laughs> yes. I got country internet. Uh, fiber optic is coming. I was, tell, I was telling Chris Von Doom, fiber optic is coming, but the only contractor that's deep enough into the country where I live wanted 12 grand to come into our development <laughs> just to come into the development. And then when he branches off the main line or whatever they do to each individual house, he wanted another 2,800 per house. We told him to fucking cram it. Yeah. <laughs> you can take your fiber and put it directly into your ass. Yes. Stay make, regular. Make have a, a great fiber day. optic thong, fiber optic thong out of it. Yeah. Yeah. He'll have the fastest internet ass all around. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We got one more business. We got to thank a patron. Okay. Let's, let's do it. The last and most important benefit, it's not the last one, but it is the most important benefit mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to being in the nation is your CCO nickname. Oh, yeah, baby. I don't know why people want these, but here we go anyways. Mm -hmm. Big thank you and F you to Michael Hurst. I thought it was going to be Michael Hunt. I thought we were there, but it's Mike Hurst. Mike Hurst. Mike Hurst. Mike Cursed. Mike Cursed. Yeah, just like the set. Yes, this curse. There is some curses in this set. There are some curses. You in could this set. make the cursed deck. We have mm. featured the cursed deck before, although it was a curse myself deck. <laughs> <laughs> well, the cursed commander does curse yourself. <gasps> a new commander for the curse myself deck. Yeah. CCO classic. Yeah. Yeah. Let us know in the comments if you want a new curse myself deck. It'll be. It'll be. Uh, what's his name? Kenrith. Because, oh, yeah, because fucking, yeah. Yeah. It won't even be the new no, Curse No, it won't Mander. even be the Curse Mander. The Curse Mander will be in that deck, but she will not be the general of it. I, I think, maybe you remember, probably don't, but maybe you do. The the Curse Myself deck was white and blue, I think. Sounds like Somebody in the nation will find it and link it. Yeah, it sounds like something outrageous that we'd do. Yeah. No. Should we talk about some cards, Ryan? Let's do some cards. You got a list. I got a list. And we'll kick it over to Joe to put some cards on the screen. All right, Ryan. I got a list. You got a list. Where should we start? I don't know. I lost my train of thought when I looked out across the river and I saw an old Volkswagen van turning around. <laughs> <laughs> I always wanted one of those when I was a kid. I still want one. I, then as an adult, I kind of don't want one because they're scary. Because like you're so close to the front of your car. Oh, yeah. Like, if oh. you hit something, you're dead. Oh, yeah. You guarantee there's no airbags in those suckers. Well, they probably, they're in the steering wheel, right? Nope. <laughs> Not, <those. laughs> Not in those ones. Not in those. Fuck this. We die like men. We crash into something hard and put our face into something else hard. <laughs> in Germany, we just die. I, what? <laughs> like, I actually want a sticker for the, because, uh, you know, I got the old, old, old truck. I got a 1962 C10 for anybody who doesn't know. Shout out to, uh, shout out to the Drakeness because he knows he, he's a truck guy. There we go. And everybody knows that I like cars and trucks, the automotive industry. I make the comparisons all the time. I want a big sticker for the glove box of my truck that's made out of steel and my steering wheel that's made out of wood and steel in my old truck <laughs> that says, if we crash, we die like men. <laughs> Just like, fuck it, we die. We're like, you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> Just something like that. I don't know. I like that. Something it's a, clever. It's a solid idea. You got a list, I got a list. I got a list, you got a list. Is your list in color order? No. Oh. It's in the order that I found them in the pages and are like, yeah, I like this. Okay, well, let's start with your list. Okay, let, let me go first. My first card, first card I want to highlight is the Scooby-Doo house. Scooby-Doo house. Or Hostel Hostel. Hostel Hostel. I know, <laughs> what a great name, hey? And if you look at that that picture, that yep. is the opening screen of the Scooby-Doo cartoon. You're probably right. 100%, that's what that is. So 
Here's the, here's the horror throwback, I guess. Yeah, okay, let's talk about that for a sec. Okay. Since since you brought it up, first first ass card. Yeah. The first time we go to Innistrad, mm-hmm. it's like neo-gothic horror, vampires, werewolves, you know, all the tropes. Sure. Yeah. The second time we go is like Cthulhu Lovecraftian style Cosmic horror. horror. Cosmic horror. Right. Tentacles and stuff that you probably shouldn't Google. Right. Third time we go, we've got like, I want to call it, I'll call it pop culture horror because there's some gorer. That's gore horror for anybody mm-hmm. who is unfamiliar. Mm-hmm. There's classic 1930s movie horror. Sure. We can find references to that even though it's not drawn the same. And and then there's like cartoon horror like Scooby-Doo. Hostel Hostel. Yeah. Clever name, Scooby-Doo House, give the card a read. It's a land. Yeah. Taps for a colorless. Okay. Has an ability. The ability is one tap, sack a dude, put a soul counter on hostile hostile, then if it has three or more soul counters on it, remove the counters, transform it, and untap it. Activate only as a sorcery. Because, of course, it would be too good if you could just activate it whenever you wanted. Yeah, because transforming is good, and it transforms into... Creeping in, or creepy in, or creepin'. Creepin'. <laughs> An artifact creature, horror construct, 3-7, whenever it attacks, you may exile a creature card from your graveyard. If you do, each opponent loses X life, and you gain X life, where X is the number of creature cards exiled with creepy in. And then it has four creepy in phases out. Phases out? Phases out. Is phase out, is, is phasing evergreen now? Must be. Must be. Must be. It's super easy to understand and all. <laughs> <laughs> so the in becomes a, the in is a ghost. Yes. It's a g- 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 ghost? Ghost? As Scooby-Doo would say. Yes. I just think that card is cool. I'm going to try and find room for it in decks that don't have a ton of graveyard recursion that could just use a big dude. Yeah. And I'm going to get to play the house from Scooby-Doo. I'm also playing cool. it strictly for flavor. And it's also a giant monster with a building for a head, which is also cool. And you do like creepy heads and, and mouths. I do, yeah. It checks all the boxes. It checks basically every box that there is. Oh, this must be the best set ever. Let's keep going. Yeah, we'll get there. Okay, what's your next card? Next card is from the Commander decks. Oh, we're, oh, we're combining. Combining. Well, my, I have two different lists. <laughs> oh, my God. No. Well, we're combining. It's okay. best of the best from Brandolis. And this is a curse. <gasps> but could we play it in the curse deck? No. No, we can't because it's green. <laughs> Thanks for the curse manager there, wizards. Curse of Clinging Webs. Okay. Oh, I know this one. Yeah, green 2, Enchanted Player. Whenever a non-token creature, Enchanted Player Controls, dies, you exile it instead, and you get a 1-2 green spider token with reach. So you curse a player, and you essentially ley line of the void them. Yes. Already good. Mm-hmm. When a, when a creature they control gets exiled with the curse, or any time a creature they control dies? Creature they control dies. So, like, if we wrath a god, we could get a bunch of spiders. Yeah. When we wrath them. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah, man. I like that one. I like this card specifically because it it's some good graveyard hate, but unlike a lot of the really efficient, often played graveyard removal in the format, it doesn't hit everybody. So if you want to be a little bit political with it, you can get the Marin player. Oh yeah. Or you do can that. or you can get the the spell slinger flashback player, right? You're because own... we are gonna see that guy. Yeah, because they're gonna be around, and this is a card that's gonna give you play against them without doing something that's going to just sort of turn buddy buddy over here's deck off yeah like if you're going to play a cursed totem which is i mean i'm play cursed totem but like it's going to turn off the guy that plays tap for a black lotus 
yeah, it's going to turn him off, but it's also going to turn off Buddy's like fish tribal deck because he can't yeah. tap his fish to do flippy floppy fish you, stuff. You mean actual fish too, not merfolk? Yeah, like yeah, like you, actual. You know small what? Fish. Use use frog tribal. Frog or, tribal. Or crab tribal. There we go. Yeah, there you it, go. It turns off all those other decks too, and it's like ah, oh, you know, like. I have this card that I really want to play because it deals with this threat, but it also totally fucks this other person yeah. who's already screwed. And I think cards like this great you know what? That. Great way to to keep your decks from getting too powerful. Okay, so you're playing Golgari. Leyline of the Void, probably a better card than that. Yep. This card does what you say. It, it, it does what Leyline does, but also lets other people play games. Yeah. Okay, I like it. It's, it's a that's, good, that's a good-ass take. That's a good take. Don't let your decks get too powerful. Yeah. Okay. Unless that's what you're going for, but we're not in this scenario. Okay. Next card is just because of the art. I love this art. And it's Visions of Dominance. It's the one with the little frog on the lily pad, and he's looking in the water, and he's seeing himself as the Gitrog monster. And the Gitrog, you know it's the Gitrog because it even has the arm hanging out of his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> it's so cool. It's so good. I just this love is that. your profile picture on Twitter. It is. I yeah. love this picture. This might be one of my new favorite magic arts of all time. You might need a print. I might. Okay. If this was a playmat, I'd buy it. Excellent. So I like that one just because of the art. Next up. You're not even going to read the card. Oh, the card doesn't matter. It's We played a better version of it a couple weeks ago where it puts a plus one, plus one counter on a creature and then doubles it, except it's a sorcery for, for three. That's sure. flashback of fucking ten. Whoa. So there's a way of reducing that, but it doesn't matter. The card is not what's important, Ryan. The art. The art is what's important. Yeah, Visions of, I think, was a cycle. Yeah. Set. I think I have the red one in, in my list. These are the ones that can only be found in the set boosters, right? I think so. Along with the Curse Commander. Oh, yeah, that's only a set booster one? I think so. What do you feel about that? I, I don't like that at all. They've done that before, haven't they? Because set boosters have, like, not staples maybe, but there's lots of people that probably want to play the Curse Tribal deck. And just because she's a bad commander for Curse Tribal, it's not going to stop people from playing it. So... People are gonna want that, and she's what like one in a one in every four sets. You, or one in every four set boosters. You get a list card, and they're in rarity too. And these are at rare and mythics. They're gonna show up even less often. Uh, yeah, you know what I don't like. I don't like is is they're putting uh, let's call them highly incentivized cards or chase cards in set boosters only. Now I do get it from a game gameplay standpoint that they're putting these particular cards not in draft boosters because you would never draft the curse commander in draft. I get that. Sure. But when you put these cards or cards that people actually really want into only one kind of booster, you're disincentivizing purchasing the other kind of booster. Yeah. Right? And that while this isn't what they are saying, one could interpret that Watsi wants us to buy set boosters because there's less of them in a box and they charge more money for them increasing profit margins which is fine but they don't want us to buy draft boosters which takes away from in-store play mm -hmm. granted in-store play isn't happening in mass right now yeah not everywhere in the world can you play in store not everywhere in the world can you gather in groups of eight to draft yeah but if you're disincentivizing a portion of the game by saying, here's these these cards that you want, that you can only get here, that we're going to charge you more for and give you less for. I, I don't know how I feel yeah. about that. But I'm interpreting it from the standpoint of, 
woe is local game store, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I, I agree with you. Okay. Next card. Next card. Let right. us know in the comments how yeah. you feel about it. Is it bullshit? Should we be able to get these cards? Or are we making it something that it's not because the the uh, the visions of and the curse mander aren't cards that are going to see a lot of play? Yeah. I I, they'll probably be in collector boosters too, but those don't count because they're even more expensive. You're even boosters. fucking more expensive and you get even less. Yeah. So everything that I just said also holds true. Times, yeah, but it's 200% more. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. <laughs> next ne card. Next card is Rite of Harmony. It's a good-ass card. This is a good effing card. It's an instant for green-white. Yeah. Whenever a creature or an enchantment comes into play under your control, draw a card. This turn. This turn. Yes. Flashback for green, white, two. Yep. Instant, mind you. Instant. I guess glimpse of nature is the most comparable, the mm -hmm. most suitable analog. This has twice as much mana requirement and but is it, in a, an additional color. And it, But it gives you so much more because glimpse is when you cast a creature spell, you draw a card. This is ETB. Yeah, this is any, it's tokens. Creature or enchantment ETB. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, that's even better than I thought. Oh, yeah. And this you got card. flashbacks. So if you got a ton of mana and a way to produce lots of tokens. Just do it again. You, you go, you go, what, what is it called? Right of? Right of Harmony. Right of Harmony. Flashback Right of Harmony. That's six. And then you just like tap three or four guys to, to put three or four tokens into play. Like say you got the token deck that taps to put a token, then you populate, and then you like tap something else, populate again or whatever. Then you attack with your gear ed, and then gear ed gets you another creature. You've drawn like 10 cards this turn. Then you play fresh meat and sack your whole team and just drop oh, 22 more cards. Fuck yeah. Oh, yeah. Fresh oh, yeah. meat also an instant. Yes. That's right a of, gooder. Right of Harmony is a cool card. And you can play it in Enchantress because it's like, you play it in the new deck that lets you cast Enchant or Auras off the top of your library. Oh, you yeah. just go Aura, 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 Aura. You get all the cheapy Auras, like all the all the Umbras that cost one or two. Yeah. And you just rip through the top of your deck and make a Voltron and you keep filling up your hand. Yeah, that's fucking, that's pretty good. That's pretty sick. I like that one. Last. I'm gonna play it in Drizzt. Drizzt. I'm gonna, I'm gonna maybe play that in Enchantress, but I, I already have lots of card draw, and I don't want to cut any more land. <laughs> <laughs> Let's slow things down, Ryan. Sure. Let's do a card that isn't as insane, but I think has a lot more utility than people are giving it credit for. I love the name of this card. Dire Strain Rampage. The Dire Strain is like a certain kind of lineage of werewolf. It's pretty cool, eh? I dig that. Yeah. Sorcery. Yeah. But it's a sorcery for red, green, one. Destroy target artifact, enchantment, or land. Okay. Neat. If a land is destroyed this way, that land's controller finds two basics, puts them into play tapped. Otherwise. Otherwise, they get one. So this is a destroy whatever you want card in a pinch. Yes. Or a ramp card for yourself. Oh, I didn't think of that. Yeah, it's it's harrow, kind of, for yourself. If you sorcery speed harrow. Yeah. Or it's it's Three cost acidic slime that doesn't give you a body. So if you don't yeah. care about the body and and you just want the effect, sure, I'll yeah. pay two less for that. Yeah, it's That's a, okay. It's a cool card. It's a removal spell, so it's kind of like whatever. But I think it's got a lot more utility than I think people see when they look at it initially, and that's pretty cool. I didn't even. I didn't even. It didn't even strike me that I could get my own land. Maybe in the lands deck. Yeah. Get get it in your wind grace deck as a kind of a remove air quotes anything, and if you need, you just destroy your own land. Wind grace will get it back for you, yep. or you can just crucible it or random map excavator it from your graveyard. Yep, and then you just ramp and get another landfall trigger because you're going to search for two lands. It's pretty good. That's a good one. Okay. Next up, now this one I picked for personal reasons. This card is so funny on so many levels. 
The main reason it's funny is because Watsy stole my fucking face again, Ryan. <laughs> Look at my face. There. See, I made the face. You made the face. Joe, I only want the art of this card on the screen right now, okay? Can you do that? That's an editor's note. Croaking counterpart, Ryan. Croaking counterpart. Croaking counterpart is a sorcery that has Brando's face on it. Croaking Brando part. Brando part. There we go. <laughs> One green blue. Three cost sorcery. Target create a token that's a copy of target non-frog creature, except it's a one-one green frog. And it has flashback for green blue three. That is cackling counterpart, except you make it a frog. Yes. Yeah, that's why it's funny. <laughs> that's just a cool ass card. I like it. It's got a cool frog on it. It does a really neat thing. I like this card lots. And I think we're not there yet. But but, but Mother ass. Frog tribal, baby. We got there with crabs. Yeah. I can't wait for the day that you and I can sit down at a magic fest, and I'm playing crab tribal, <laughs> you're playing frog tribal, yeah. and two other people are just playing the most god-awful tribes on the earth, yeah. like like Pegasus tribal, not and, horses, Pegasus. And cephalids. And cephalid. No, thrall and cephalid there tribal. There we go. <laughs> that's what it's going to fucking be. We're going to sit down, and that's going to be like dying and going to heaven. Yeah, because we're just d- fucking just shitty ass cards. I hope we're drunk. I yep. hope we yep. just had like machete tacos or pizza. Oh, yeah. We're sitting in some air conditioned building, no fucking masks on, and we're just playing terrible tribal decks. And the oh. game just takes two and a half hours. I like everything because you just said. nobody can even kill each other. You're describing <laughs> my perfect afternoon. Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want. That's what I want. Okay, next up. I knew that this was going to be yeah, one of your cards. Everybody knows that this one's coming. It's a mythic. It's a mythic. That's okay. So is the card that it kind of is, though, so it makes sense. Yeah. Consuming Blob. Consuming Blob. That sounds like, oh, my ex-girlfriend. It is a uh, it's a Tarmogoyf for Green Green 3, that at the end of your turn, it makes an additional Tarmogoyf. Garf a Blob. B- tarma- Goyf a Blob. Goyf Blob. Blob a Targa Targa Blob. Terra Blob? Terrible ah, blob. We'll get there. Whatever. It's a consuming blob, and that is that is what it is. It gets plus one, plus one for each type Got of card it. in your graveyard. Consumagoyf. Yes. <laughs> Got there. Okay, Cons- what does it do? Consumagoyf is a, like I say, it's a star, it's a star, star plus one for green, green three. It, ha- it gets plus one, plus one for each type of card in your graveyard. So enchantment, artifact, land, creature, tribal, whatever, whatever. Literally Tarmogoyf. Yeah, it's, it's Tarmogoyf, and at the end of turn, you make an additional Tarmogoyf. That's good. That's a cool card. I, I like, like that, that it's card. Going directly into Ooze Tribal. And Commander, the Tarmogoyf effect in Commander is good because there's four graveyards. Which is your graveyard? Oh, it's just ours. Yeah, it's just ours. Oh, so it's not quite Tarmogoyf. Tarmogoyf oh, yeah. is everybody's graveyard. Okay, yeah, so it's less a Goyf. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> Next card. <laughs> Actually, let me, let me stop here. Then. Okay. I'm going to pick your brain a little bit. Sure. We have a card that gives you an extra upkeep. Yep. Paradox Haze. Paradox Haze. I've seen a lot of cards now that do end step stuff. Yep. Do you think it would be cool if there was a card that gave you an additional end step? Yep. Like, I think that would be neat. I think the technology is there, right? That's an enchantment I think people would play. Yeah. You get an addition after the, at the end of your end step, there is an additional end step. Yep. Right? Like, I don't know what else you'd use with it, but there's lots of things now where say at the end of turn do a thing, like uh, Monarch. Right? Yep. You'd draw two cards with the Monarch, or this guy would make two guys, or... Like, Biovisionary. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> win twice. <laughs> just, that's the win moriest card Some, I ever heard. Sometimes you just need to win more, Ryan. Sometimes you just got to backstab and beat Sean Tabaris <laughs> twice. <laughs> Fucking greatest day ever. Do you need to burn down his house, Ryan? <laughs> yes. Because that's the next card. <laughs> burn down the house. Oh, man. No, I'm assuming everybody knew this was going to be in here, too. Yeah. But I, this is a fucking cool card. Sorcery, red, red, three. Choose one. Burn down the house deals five damage to each creature and each planeswalker. Or create three 1-1 one, one red devil creature tokens that have, when this creature dies, they won something and they have haste. Oh, man. I wish that card was like... I just wish it made three devils and it cost like two mana. And, <laughs> then I'd play it. And this card is so cool because it has that modality. Have you ever drawn a sweeper and you're like... Fuck, I'm far ahead. This is going to hurt yes. me more than anybody. I'm not going to play this. Yep. This card kind of deals with that because you draw it and you're like, oh, I don't need to sweep. I'm fucking winning. And then rather than save it because you want to win more or maybe you just need that little bit of oomph to push yourself over the top and Th actually win that's the game. Why, that's why the white, that's why that white card is good. What's it called? The one that gives you uh, choose two, destroy all big creatures, all little creatures, all artifacts or all enchantments. Austere command. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's why when you're ahead on board and you draw that and it's like, oh, I'll get all enchantments and all artifacts and you're still fucking ahead on board because your dudes are all there. Yeah. Yeah. That's why that card's good. It's the same thing and it has fucking sweet art on it. Yeah, it's, is that is that the Scooby Doo house again? It probably is. Yeah, poor guys, creepers, <laughs> creepers. Maybe it's the house from uh, the Cure for Wellness. This is the ending scene for a Cure for Wellness. If you know, you know. If you don't, you should find out because that's a great movie. There it is. Next card. Next card. Augur of Autumn. Augur of Autumn. This is a good ass card. It's a two three for green green one. You may look at the top card of your library at any time. I love that effect. Next card. Wait a second. <laughs> what? Why? What? It does a bunch of green stuff. Wait, it does more... Oh, it does. I stopped reading after you can look at the top card of your library at any time. We literally talked about this last week on the <laughs> Alibu episode. Yeah. It's my favorite thing to do. In Stop reading the card after you think that it does something good and it's green, but it does 87 more things? No, just look at the top card of my library at any time. Oh. Anytime somebody does something, I was like, hang on. And yep. you look and Gotta you put look. it down. Gotta look. Love that. And you always forget what it is. Yes. <laughs> okay, let's see what else it does. You can play lands from the top of your library. That's pretty good. Yeah, because Corsair of Krufix wasn't enough. And as Coven, so if you have three creatures with different powers, you can cast creatures from the top of your library as well. Yeah, because Vizier of Menagerie isn't good enough. No. Well, this isn't Menagerie good. I think Menagerie is better, but... Yeah, so it's a Vizier of the... It's a... Autumn. Vizier of Krufix. Yes. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. W plus, you can look at the top card of your library at any time. You don't have to reveal it. Fuck yeah, I like that. <laughs> that's, that's just a cool-ass card. Uh, the next... I have two more. Two more. Two more. Here we go. So the next one is not green. Okay. So that's neat. Yeah. Everything else so far has been either red or green. It's the Sludge Monster. Sludge Monster. Name, that's a good That's a good name. 5-5 five, five for blue, blue, 3. When it enters the battlefield or attacks, put a slime counter on up to one other target creature. Non-horror creatures with slime counters on them lose all abilities and have base power and toughness 2-2. Two, two. There are so many dirty jokes that I could make. Oh, yeah. Slime counters... Horrors, you just remove like a couple letters. It's a different word. Uh -huh. Slimy horns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I love the name. Uh -huh. You know that I don't really like different names for counters, but I do get it that it's flavorful. This should slime have been green, counter. Right? Is it slime? It's an ooze. It could have been an ooze. I don't know. Blue gets it's blue gets horrors. But right? this could be an ooze, and it could be green, and then I'd have a perfectly green and red list. 
It's the only blue card. I suppose. Also, let's be honest. I don't know if people are really paying attention to what this card does. Everybody thought, oh, yeah, Oko's fine. Turn their best thing into a 3-3 forever. That's fine. Oh, yeah. This... Well, this comes into play, and it turns somebody's commander into a 2-2 for fucking ever. <laughs> and every time you swing at somebody else for five, you can turn somebody else's commander into a fucking 2-2 forever. Oh, they got a good utility creature? Oh, that's nice, bro. It's a 2-2 for fucking ever. It's a slime. Yeah. It's just a big old ball of goo. That's don't, right. Don't Google that. Don't Google it. This, this creature could be a house. You could blanket and turn everybody's stuff into slimes. And the only way that you turn it off... You could just make you... a slime gatling gun? Yeah. <laughs> Slimeling gun. Don't Google that. Dude, especially don't. with the sound effect. But the fact is, this creature's insane, I think. That's a gooder. Man, that's a... It's like 22 cents. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's super cheap. You could save 5% using CCO Fusion 5 <laughs> promo code. 21 cents. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> and the last card. Okay. I think this might actually be my favorite. Oh, I think, first I think this list. is on my list, actually. I love this card. It's Unnatural Growth. Do not Google that either. Not Google that one, because this is cool. <laughs> Gross. So the picture is a giant werewolf using a tree as a club. <laughs> it costs green, 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 green one. I love so it. This is a green card. At the beginning of each combat, each combat, each combat. So in your gruel decks where you have multiple combats, yeah, each, yeah, double the power and toughness of each creature you control until end of turn. Did I hear another each in there? Each, each creature, each, each creature is my favorite um, rhyme. Yes. <laughs> so your each of your creature become double, doubled every combat, not just yours, every combat. Each combat. Each combat. Oh, I didn't even put that together. That card is so good. That's it's so gooder. good. I love this card. It's the most brando that's, thing in the whole that's, set. That's why it's unnatural. It's because right. it's not even your turn. Yeah. Doesn't even yeah. make sense. But I mean, but green needs more power. It needs it. Yeah, I feel like the double the power of something has been a lot of red's playground lately. That card would have been fine if it was red. Oh, yeah. But then they would have made it an instant, and it would have just said double the power of each creature you control. Yeah. Which, I mean, it still would have been cool. It still would have been good, but it wouldn't be number one on my list. No. 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 Oh, no. they were in a particular order? Oh, no. Just oh. those just those last two. <laughs> okay. Best card on natural growth. Second best card, Sludge Monster. Sludge Monster. Sweet, sweet. Thank you. As it were. We do have some double-ups. We had some cards on your list that were on my list as well. Okay. Which is cool. Which yeah. is fine. It means great minds and all that. Yeah, yeah. I picked... I, I tried to find cards from every color. I did too. Oh. <laughs> okay, well... Yeah, I also did that. I got a card. Okay. This, and everybody knows about this one, but I put it on here because I think that I'm going to put it in at least two decks. Ooh, hit us with it. Which hit I don't normally do. If, a, if I'm playing a card, I kind of just like don't... You know? Sure. It's in a deck already. Yeah. Anyways... This is Vanquish the Horde. This That's is, the new wrath. Yes, this is Destroy All Creech for white, white, six, and it costs one less to cast for each Creech on the battlefield. So it's two. It's two. It's If, if, if um, Blast Femus Act is two, is one, this is two. Yes. E this is a good card. Yes, it is. It's an exceptionally good card. I would say it's better than Blasphemous Act. Yeah. Because, I mean, yeah, sure, you can play Blasphemous Act on turn one, but in the turn where... You could play Blasphemous Act on turn one, hypothetically, to kill the guy that has enough guys to let you play Blasphemous Act for one. You've probably already lost the game. Yeah, if I have a if I have a fifteen fifteen, Blasphemous Act better, but we're it's that's situational 
situational preference, I guess. Right. And if they have a fifteen fifteen, this is better. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I like that. Yes. And and newsflash, it's going in a Boros deck that I'm already playing Blasphemous Act in, so it's like I now <laughs> just got two Blasphemous Acts. Shit. Yeah. Can't argue. Can't. Okay. It's a great card. Blue card. This is a vanity pick, as you like to say oh. on CCO's Top 5 in 5 oh, every yeah. second Friday. Yeah, dude. This is a card that could go right into my Animar CEDH deck. Oh, shit. It's already playing one drops that you sacrifice to counter a spell unless somebody pays one or pays two, like Glenelendras, and there's, a, there's another fairy or sprite or something that does it. But this is Malevolent Hermit. Malevolent Hermit. Yeah, this is a flip card. This is a flippy dippy. This is a 2-1 human wizard for blue one that has blue sacrifice counter target non-creature spell unless its controller pays three. Ooh. That's really good in CEDH because it gets a non it gets a non-creature spell, which is the spells that you want to counter anyways. It's a creature, so it gives Animar a counter. And you're only going to cast it for blue. Then you sink another blue into it to to counter something, which is great. Blue, blue to counter something, get a counter on Animar. Great. And it's got Disturb, another mechanic that we didn't actually talk about. That sucks. It's flashback, but for creatures, which I think is, why don't we have this already? It's novel, but it sucks. Well, it's just like flashback. Does flashback suck? Well, no, but this does. No, you're just pissed off because you you don't like the set. This is a fine ability. And okay. I, I wonder why we don't have it already is, is the point I'm bringing up. This is Disturb. The point is you cast it from your graveyard. Uh-huh. So I can just pay blue again in Animar to get this guy back transformed. And his transform side is a 2-2 flyer that says non-creature spells you control can't be countered. Neat. Yeah. So remember when I said non-creature spells are the spells in... CEDH that you don't want to have countered uh-huh. or that you want to be able to counter uh-huh. uh-huh, does both yeah now my glimpse of nature is not going to get countered or my tutor isn't going to get countered Ooh. or my counter spell isn't going to get countered nice very good not too bad very good I like that guy I don't know if it's going to see any playing commander outside of what I literally just exactly described but you know what fuck it it's my show yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah dude <laughs> okay next card next card vanity pick Red. And I'll st- I'll start off my red section by saying, and you'll probably agree, so many red cards are so close. They're so close to being playable, right? Yeah, they're trying they're trying hard. They're, somebody in, in Watsi and Team X or whoever they are, they like red. Yeah. And they like it. There's so many, like Cathartic Pyre is so close. And Electric Revelation, so close. Additional cost, you discard a card and you draw two, but it costs three. Fuck. If it cost two and had flashback, it would just be better than Thrill of Possibility. Yeah. Right? And Cathartic Pyre, discard two cards, then draw that many cards, and it costs two. And it's an instant, and it's a removal spell. Pretty good. And it, if, if it gets countered, you haven't discarded a card as an additional cost to play it, so you don't lose, like, whatever. They're so close, but the card that I'm actually going to play bloodthirsty adversary this guy's got a novel novel of text this is the flashy backy the flashy backy with haste part of a mythic cycle that Mm -hmm. you can pay any number of extra costs when it etbs super soft on these super soft i am too except this one okay i think the black one's good too two two for five yeah anyways two two for five let's say yeah it's a two two haste for two vampire when it enters the battlefield you can pay red two 
any number of times when you do you put that many plus one plus one counters on it cool and for each time you pay that additional cost you can pick an instant or sorcery with mana value three or less from your graveyard and cast it without paying its mana cost that's pretty cool yeah you're paying three for that yeah. and it makes your guy bigger but the point is is it gives me a air quotes a spell effect get something back from your graveyard and put it onto the or cast it that's a spell in red called threads of just loyalty uh no that's a that's blue that's a blue spell no what sh- shreds of something whatever what, it's a, it doesn't matter yeah it's it's a sorcery red to get an instant and a sorcery back from your graveyard and then discard a card and then exile that card Joel have it on the screen. I'll I'll message it to him. I just can't remember it right now. But that's a card that I could replace for this. That it gives me a creature in Zata to radiate a trigger onto or a copy spell onto. And it lets me cast shit from my graveyard. For five. But for five though. Or eight. Or eleven. Or fourteen. But hear me out. If I'm getting that mana back through Pyretic Ritual, I've already paid it off. And pick a random sorcery that gives me mana. If it's for eight, I can get three things back so or, this is, or, or, or two things back, right? So this is a spell slangery storm combo card. It could be. Because outside I'm not of that sure. exact situation, why would you pay three to get three unless you care about storm exactly. count? Like, unless you can get more out of that three, like if you have um, um, a battle hymn in your graveyard and you've got like 10 creatures and you get a red for each creature you control. Yeah. That... If you're going to go what up I mean. mana, yeah, you're going to yeah. do good. The but. same thing is like if you've got a full graveyard in black and you play Songs of the Damned and you get like 10 black because you've got 10 guys in your graveyard. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right? If you get a Songs of the Damned or a Pyretic Ritual, Battle Hymn, or the one that gives you a mana for each goblin you control. Oh, what's that one? Bright Stone Ritual. Yes. Bright Flame Ritual. Bright, yeah, whatever. Yeah, that, right? So that's where, I'm, that's where my head is on this card. And I guess you could play other colors too. Yes, it doesn't like, need to be mono-red, It doesn't have to be red. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Augur of Autumn and Unnatural Growth in green. Yeah, I already got those ones. Yeah, you got those. What about Ren and Seven? He got a new tree butt. Number seven butt. His butt, total seven. Got there. <laughs> <laughs> got there. So that's a five loyalty, five mana, mono-green planeswalker with four abilities. Plus one, reveal the top four cards of your library. Put all land revealed this way into your hand. The rest go into the bin. Zero, put any number of land from your hand into play tapped. Minus three, get a tree folk that's bigliness is equal to the number of lands you control and it has reach. Minus eight, return all permanent cards from your graveyard to your hand. You get an emblem with you have no maximum hand size. Wow. You knew what that card did all right off the top of your head, didn't you? I've been trying to figure out if it's as broken as everybody probably thinks it is because it has Ren on it. I don't think it is, but I think it's a cool card. I don't think it's going to break Legacy like the original Ren did. Shit, no, it won't. I think that it might replace Windgrace in my lands deck. Ooh. And, and we talked about this a little bit, but because people fucking always ask me about the lands deck. They always <laughs> do. It's the number one most asked about deck that I own. That and Zada. This is what it is. I play Lord Windgrace in that deck. Five mana Planeswalker lets me get lands back from my graveyard or draw cards. Cool. I already have lots of card draw on that deck. Sure. Okay. I also play Mana Bond. At the end of your turn, put all land from your hand onto the battlefield and discard your hand. Right. If you've got landfall, deal two damage to somebody, they, they die. Yeah. Because you've got 80 cards in your hand because you cast an Ad Nauseam. Right. Right, of course. So what you do is replace the Lord Windgrace with the Renin 7, take out the Mana Bond because the Lord or the... The Renin 7 gives me that ability if I have 80 land in my hand. And then I don't need the mana bond. I just take that right out and put another land in. 
Now I'm up to 67. Those little tiny minute edges and that, that you can find are how you make decks better over time. And that's why jank decks like a 66 land deck helmed by Chalavalara, not even Golos, <laughs> <laughs> gets better and is interesting and, yeah. and over time becomes like a really powerful deck. By the way, we're going to address the Golos thing at a later date. We're just doing our set reviews this week. Yeah. yeah we, have, we, have, we have thoughts. Yeah. Okay, on to black because I have several black cards, but we'll go fast. Okay. Okay. Next or first, first black card. Infernal Grasp. Super boring card. Infernal Grasp is an instant black one. Destroy target creature. You lose two life. Good removal spell. What's the next card? All right. No drop, like, no, no, no drawbacks. Yeah, lose two life. Fuck. Yeah. No conditions. Non-black, non-artifact, non-this, non-that. Not just fucking kill it. Sure. Sure. Lord of the Forsaken. That's a new zombie lord. People are going to like this one. Zombie lord? The 6-6 six, six for 6 flying trample, black, sack a creature, target player mills, three cards, pay one life, add colorless, spend this one, you to cast spells from your graveyard? Nope. That's, I was thinking of a different card. <laughs> <laughs> this card is good. And when you have something like Yogmoth's Will or Underworld Breach, two of my favorite cards in the world, yeah. and you can just pay life and convert that to cards in your graveyard, fuck me. Yeah. Is what that guy's going to do to everybody he sees. <laughs> That's a good card. That's a mythic. I think that that one is going to be a good one to get your hands on. Like, not like Grizzlebrand, but what's the other guy you pay two life and you can tutor? That demon. Uh, Razaketh. 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 This guy's going to be like that guy. Because you're just paying life to do something that you that like is so important to the game. Mana. Yeah. That's this guy's like necropotence, but for mana. And he's a big ass creature that'll just stomp your dink into dust. Yeah, he's pretty good. Dink dust stomping demon. They love making demons six sixes for six, hey? Like that yeah. little like as if we don't notice and as if the joke isn't tired. <laughs> Wizards do better. Uh, hashtag be better. That's what I tell my wife all the time. <laughs> What's next? Meat hook massacre. That's a wrath and it's an aristocrat card. So good. Cool. That is such a cool card. Can't you just be excited for me? I was excited for you, you fucking cool. bastard. <laughs> well, you're picking removal spells. Because they're good. And draw card spells. Because they're good. <laughs> okay, okay. Morbid opportunist. Now we're talking. This is a good one. This is a good one. Whenever a creature, whenever one or more... Pff, fuck. Now I'm not even excited about it. Whenever one or more other creatures die, draw a card. This ability only triggers once each turn. Don't care. Sacrifice something on my turn, your turn, your turn, your turn, my turn, your turn, your turn, your turn. Draw four cards every round of the table. I like it. That's a good-ass card straight into the fucking Lord. That's one of those cards that I think people are going to look at and immediately discount because it only triggers once it turns. They go, well, I can't abuse this to go off. Maybe you can't abuse it to, like, combo off all in one turn. Yeah. But you're going to get incremental value around the table, and it's going to be less of a removal magnet. I agree. Until people realize, holy fuck, he's drawn four cards every round of the table we need to stop this i think in sacrifice decks or decks that play removal like infernal grasp this card it's a creature i know but this card could replace phyrexian arena because i think it'll draw you more cards in a in a specific type of deck i can i can agree with that worst case scenario you put it in your own sacrifice deck and nothing else dies you sacrifice something on my turn and your turn and you we get our regular card draw card that's three card, three cards every round of the table. With a deck to be consistent, like with if your deck's built to be consistent enough to have you creatures die each turn, because it's not just yours; it's anybody's creature. Yep. Right. 
this could almost it's not but it could it could be a bob replacement if you can't afford bob Ooh, you can play this this is yes. a good this is a cool card this is a good one i knew yep. you were going to pick that one that's oh yeah straight it. into lord yeah. of tresserhorn man of course i'm going to pick it again that's how shitty decks become good is over time they just get a little incremental upgrade yep. and you have a deck for 10 years and all of a sudden <laughs> holy fuck i've done like a hundred incremental <laughs> upgrades yes oh man black has so many cards i want there's there's more that i didn't even i didn't even say but i do have an artifact okay. the, the the moon silver key have you seen this one i did i was gonna pick that one but i knew you would oh. see i strategic how, how do you know me i picked strategic because i know i've known you for a long time ryan artifact two pay one tap sacrifice it search your library for an artifact card with a mana ability or a basic land card reveal it put it into your hand love that three mana all in right yep to to, to, to play and to tap Artifacty giddy backy decks gonna love it. Yep. Because they're just gonna continue to tutor artifacts that just give them more mana. Yep. You can get land cards with this. It only costs two. So in your white decks, maybe like a Tashar deck or a white deck that cares about getting small things back from the graveyard, you can maybe get this back. And it sure. acts as ramp in white. Yeah. Which is cool. Red decks are gonna use this, yep. like the the Duretis and what have you. Mm-hmm. Or you could just use it and find like your mana crypt. Yeah, or Mana, that. Tutor yeah. Mana Crypt for three. That's fine. It's not too bad. Over yeah. over a two-turn period. Like if you go land, Soul Ring, Moon, Silver, Key. Next turn, tap Soul Ring, float one. Search for your Mana Crypt. Tap. Now you've got three floating plus whatever lands you have. That's five mana on turn two. Yeah. Granted, that's with a Soul Ring, but... But still, like, this is a cool card. And you wouldn't have five mana on turn two without this card. The same scenario could exist if you your opener instead of soul ring if you had the mana crypt and you could just go find the soul ring yes. or the mana crypt or sorry or the mana vault yeah right because it gives you one more mana but it costs one and this finds any one of those cards yeah so this, a, this is a gooder this is a neat card i like this one that's a gooder now new cycle of lands that's cool i don't know they're, they're not fetchable i don't know if we need to go into them because we're not set reviewing Do you, are you gonna play these yeah if i i'll play the ones i open and that's about that you know, like I don't, I don't hate them. I don't love them. I'm um, not going to go out of my way to find them. I like the extended art on them. Yep, those are really nice. Yep. Speaking of extended art, you know that when we when we talk about new sets, we look at basics. Yeah. And I know that you like the black and white basics. I sure do. I really like these. Some of them look photographic, which I'm a hundred percent okay with. The the one. Plains looks really good. The one swamp looks really... Both swamps look really good. The... You know what? They're all really good. There, there's they're none cool. of these that are stinkers. All of them are excellent. If you haven't seen them and you're watching on YouTube, Joel, have them on the screen and they look... I think... I, I would... I think I'll call these fantastic. I think these are yes. that good. I These are really really nice i think even if you're not like a fan of the black and white alt art that you, you gotta like these right like they're so nice yeah they look cool in foil i've seen them on the, on you the know, youtube you they're know what really nice. i was just gonna say i think that these might be lands that i like in non-foil better Ooh. to give them that just like that matte finish or a flatter finish than gloss foil looks i think that that would suit the card or the art style better Let's move on, though, because... One more thing I want to say about these. Sure. That I really like that is just little tiny. I like that there's a little man in each of them. 
is a little man. Oh, just, like a little scarecrow or something? He, he's just hiding. There's a little guy. He's just hiding in each picture, and you can find him. He's by the water. He's in the graveyard. He's climbing the mountain. He's kind of walking down the road. There's the little man. Who is that? I don't know. Who knows who it is? Maybe it's That's, the Wanderer. Yeah, maybe it's yeah. the Wanderer. Who knows? Or Soren. He's like the little Yeti on coconut cans. Exactly. Yeah, I don't think they have that anymore, but if they do, or if people know what I'm talking about, Hell yeah. Give us a, a hell yeah or a yeah. thumbs up or something yeah. in the comments. Some of those things are cool. I like when they do just little 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 winks at you like that. Yeah. What okay. Do you, what do you think of the 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 what do you call this again? The showcase, showcase frames. Yeah. I was going to ask you the same thing. There's two showcase frames actually. And uh, what style do you call this? This looks a little bit comic booky. It looks a little bit fairy taley. It looks a little bit it looks a little bit video game cinematic-y. It reminds me of Eldraine, honestly, a it little does, bit. It does, yeah. And the frames remind me of Kaldheim, and that isn't good because I didn't like the Kaldheim one very much. I think that they are an, uh, they They're look, an improvement. They look like an amalgamation of the Kaldheim frames and the Eldraine frames, and that's why I say a little bit fairy tale a little bit, I don't know, maybe even, yeah, metal-ish. Yeah, like these just, these aren't for me. I right. you know what Roughly. I like them I do like them I really like Tavern Ruffian, I like that style and and Spell Rune Painter I like that style because it looks a little bit comic booky little bit pop arty, the the color scheme to a bunch of them is like secondary colors anybody who's familiar with the Watchmen graphic novel how yeah. it's colored in like uh, purples a lot brown and yellow browns and yellows yeah not. It, it doesn't have a primary color palette like red, blue, green, right. black, white. It's got like, yeah, purples and browns and like deeper blues and... Yeah, yeah they're I, cool. I like not necessarily these. my thing. I like the black and white ones lots. That's the second one. I really, really like the black and white ones. And I wish that the black and white ones were available for more than just the legendary creatures. Mm-hmm. But I do get making the legendary creatures want to feel special yeah this is, I, I assume this is a nod to commander players and also everything is a nod to everything is we've be, we've gone beyond nod <laughs> fyi yeah. everything is distinctly and exactly and specifically designed it's, right for commander it's a players. palm turned face up for us to put money in for commander players how about that you, yeah you, that's what, what it said. is also watsy this is how you do a fucking sketch card i don't want to yes. see that Marty ho ho shit ever again a hundred ever hard again hard agree Hard agree. That's the Brando take sound file of the show yeah. right there. Black and white sketches on point, basics and commandies. Yes. Bef- before we finish though. Uh-oh. Before we finish, we've got a couple pre-con decks. Oh shit. Okay, we'll be quick because again, there's reviews for all these products everywhere. I want to start by saying I think that both of these pre-cons are good-looking decks. Mm-hmm. The reprint value is in them, yep. and I want to highlight a couple cards. Hit them. Tomb Tyrant, that's the zombie lord I was talking there about. There we go. So zombie players, you got another new zombie lord, which is cool. Yep. We've got Visions of Ruin. That is the red Visions one. It destroys an artifact for each opponent you have? Yes, and then it flashes back for like a thousand, but it's reduced. Right. Cool. Good card. Neat card. Neat card. But the one I really want to talk about, Drowned in Dreams. Because, you know, I just built a, a Bruvac mill deck. <laughs> yeah. You know that I had to make petitioners. Of course. Drowned in Dreams is an instant for blue 2x 
target player draws X cards or target player mills twice X cards. Neat. If you control a commander, both. <laughs> fucking fucking both. sweet. So if you're playing, if you're playing Stroke of Genius, blue two X instant target player draws X cards, this could just replace it. And you could mill incidentally and maybe kill somebody because two X is lots in a big mana deck. Yep. Or you could mill yourself and draw X. Sure. Or you could just kill somebody with Bruvec because it's like four X mill. <laughs> 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 and of course, just as of like yesterday from this recording, FusionGamingOnline.com has got both commander decks. You bundle them together. You save a little bit. CCO Fusion 5 will save you even more. Mm -hmm. I want to do card of the week, but I think you had an idea. For card of the week. Yes, I do, Ryan. Just go to FusionGamingOnline.com. All the cards we talked about today, get them. Get them. Card of the week. <laughs> There's like 25 cards of the week. That's right. That's it, yeah. Save 5% on all of them. Now, the only thing about the Commander Precons that I mentioned... Sealed product, can't ship internationally. So if you're from Canada, get them. If you're international, whether you be from Australia or Japan or the land of the free, you can go there and they'll ship to you. Yes. Yeah, not just for ca Canadians. I know that that question was asked yeah. on Twitter the other day. <laughs> Anywhere. And the mail goes everywhere. That's yeah, what's that's wonderful it. about mail. That's it. Mm -hmm. Now, give us the final thought of the day and remind everybody that we are back tomorrow. Final thought of the day. So far, this deck is... Or this... Set is kind of eh, eh for me. But you know what? I'll bet you there's lots of people out there who are pumped about this. I know I've talked to a few people, Von Doom, a couple others who are really excited for the whole set. So if that's you, that's great. If there's cards that you're excited about, hit us with them in the comments down below on whatever platform you're watching on. We'll take a look and get back to you on those. Come back tomorrow where we're going to be talking about all the legendary creatures from this set on the next episode of Commander Cookout Podcast. Hit our theme song!